Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Some good news from uh, John C. Monroe Hamilton International Airport. Uh, we talked about this back, I guess, in the fall about uh, how things were going up at the airport. Uh, it's always a, a question that gets raised from time to time, especially now. City Council is going to be going into budgets, and uh, the airport's obviously going to be one of those people that's going to be making presentations to Council. Well, it's a pretty good news story. Passenger traffic is up considerably. Joining us to talk about this is Kathy Puckering, the acting president and CEO of John C. Monroe Hamilton International Airport. Kathy, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Oh, good morning, Bill, and thank you for having me. Well, it's always fun to come on and talk about good news, isn't it? Oh, definitely it is. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about and let's we'll 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 parse these two off about uh, about the the passenger side of things and then the cargo side of things. Uh, both are good news stories, but but you know the reality, Kathy. You and I talked about this the last time you were with us here in studio a while back. There's always a conversation here about passenger traffic because that seems to be front of mind for people when you look at the airport. And uh, the numbers that you've got now, if you look back on on this past year, are pretty impressive. Oh, definitely. Well, we had a very successful year in 2017, uh, something that we've been planning, you know, to have happen for, for quite some time. As you know, we, we did reach the milestone of a million passengers back in 2003, and we've, you know, continued to work with the, with the airlines and with our partners, but the market is ready, um, Hamilton is ready, and um, we were very fortunate that there were some some changes in the market that enabled some of our carriers to increase their services last year and uh, were able to uh, put almost 600,000 passengers uh, through the airport in 2017. Now, that's not quite double, but, I mean, it's very, very impressive. That's up from 330,000 the year before. That's, uh, uh, boy, that's, that's, that's significant. That's incredible to have that kind of an increase. How do you, how do you account for that? Well, again, the, the growth represents about 80% um, year over year and uh, phenomenal. But the opportunity that we had last year was, you know, with Air Canada entering the market again with their services into Montreal. We had a low-cost carrier uh, Flair that introduced uh, service as well. And then there was expanded services by the existing carriers uh, WestJet. Um, our winter programs continued as they had in the past, and services being provided here by Air Transat and Sunwing. So we've been, you know, very fortunate to uh, to expand the the number of destinations that we're offering um, that contributed to some of that growth, and expand uh, the the airlines that are actually operating out of, of Hamilton as well to give the the traveling public some choice. Let me ask you about the sun destinations. Actually, we had the mayor in here the other day for the the mayor's town hall. We had one question from one individual that was asking why there wasn't more stuff going to some of the sunny destinations. And I said, have you not clued into what's going on? I mean, you guys have been doing this for the last number of years. And and you mentioned about Sunwing and Air Transat and and the flights that go out of, uh, of John C. Monroe Airport down to those sun destinations. But there's clearly a disconnect. Is, is the travel agency business, are they aware of this? Are they promoting this to the extent they should be? Well, I think the airlines look at their markets and they choose to put the services in where they best believe that they will, you know, provide the right services for the market and obviously have the yields that they need. Um, we've had continued, you know, basically basic or static service here for quite, for a few years now. And, 
yeah, we were always interested in expanding the services that they're providing um, and continue to have those discussions with them because we do believe there is more opportunity here. And we will continue to push for the expanded growth uh, by, by all of those carriers that are traveling to those sunny destinations. But for somebody that goes into, you know, the, the Acme Travel Agency, I don't know, I'm just throwing a name out here, and says, yeah, I want to fly down to uh, pick a spot, you know, it could be the Dominican Republic, could be Cancun, whatever it is. Uh, is Hamilton on their radar? Do they talk about John C. Monroe, or do they automatically uh, direct people over to Toronto or Buffalo? Um, I believe they would give them the choice um, whenever anybody's booking, and they, it's just a matter of, of preference for, for the airline and as well as for the traveling uh, public. So you are on their radar, if you excuse oh, the, the, oh, the, the bad airline pun. Yeah, definitely. We are on their radar. <laughs> that's, that, well, that's good to know. That's why I was rather surprised when I got that call the other day, because I thought, boy, it's been happening for quite some time. And, uh, and and the numbers are staggering when you look at the number of people that do go to Sun de- Destinations and, and use uh, Hamilton Airport, John C. Monroe Airport, for that. Right. Let, me, let me talk about some of the city destinations, because there was always a concern. And uh, you mentioned when you had the million numbers there some years ago, WestJet was basically using Hamilton as their major hub. And, and a lot of flights all over the country at that stage. They made some changes and, and cut back a little bit. It looks to me as if those numbers are up considerably now, and, and WestJet's a part of that with some of the other destinations, but Air Canada's presence here is, is a big part of that success, I would think. Yes, and it, it's success, you know, is basically spread across the board. Um, we were able to add some additional destinations last year. Um, one of the ones that's, you know, exciting for us is getting expanded service into, into British Columbia. Um, with the introduction of a direct flight into Vancouver, we've also got regular service now into Abbotsford that gives, you know, the, the traveling public those opportunities to expand, you know, to other destinations within that province as well. And that was one route that we, we, we had been very eager to have return. Um, we, we have it was a popular route, wasn't it? It was a very popular route, so we're, we're very happy to have that one here, and that's being served, or well, both of those being served by, uh, by Flair and by WestJet as well. So and and of course the reinstitution of the the Montreal flights obviously very popular. It's a popular flight out here, yes. What about to the nation's capital? Ah, uh, that's something that's been on our <laughs> radar. We 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 have those discussions on a regular basis, and it is it is something that that we 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 want to have. Uh, I, I'm going to get to the elephant in the room when it comes to passenger service, and and that is U.S. destinations. And and I know the Sun destinations are a great idea here, but. I'm trying to connect the dots here, and this is a conversation I know that we've had at the city level and, of course, with the airport and the city, is when you look at some of the economic growth that's happened here in the last couple of years, and, and some of it's starting to filter up right to the airport by the in- employment lands up near there, and that's a great news story. But there's always this concern as, well, look at uh, if we want to attract a business to locate or to relocate here in, in the greater Hamilton area and use the, at places like the airport and the port, of course, for, for the movement of their goods, uh, can they get from office to office? Can they get from, from Hamilton to, to a New York or to a Chicago or, or to a Pittsburgh or something like that? Uh, and, and again, that seems to be a shortcoming uh, that other airports, are, I guess, are dealing with at the same time. But how do you address that and how do you try to pursue that to get those U.S. destinations? Now, I'm not talking about the vacation spots. I'm talking about the business traveler. Right. And, you know, having, you know, scheduled service on a regular basis into the U.S. is definitely on our radar um, there, there, you're right when you say there is a lot of interest and there is a lot of other benefits for having that. And again, you know, we are always in strategic discussions with our airline partners on serving routes, you know, outside of what's currently being served today. 
and we will continue to push those initiatives through. You know, I, I, I believe the airlines, they listen to what we say, but, you know, the airlines are the ones that make the decisions on where they best position their aircraft and what destinations that they serve. So we will continue to push hard and we will continue to, to you know, ensure that we have the destinations that we need to have out of Hamilton and work with our, our partners as well for that service. What is the stumbling block? And I know there's probably not one single answer for that, but is, is it the proximity to Toronto that seems to be the biggest problem and the concern? Um, I can't speak on behalf of the airlines themselves, but, you know, we are in, in a region where there are a lot of choice. Um, and the airlines are making the decisions based on the opportunities that they have. Um, we continue to push hard for Hamilton. We know, you know, the region that we're in is great. The, our catchment area wants ex- uh, additional services, and we will continue to work towards that. Um, we are, you know, very happy with the results that we had for, for 2017. And looking forward uh, into 2018, we're hoping to build on that and continue to have, you know, additional growth in our services. Just got a tweet as you and I were talking uh, about uh, the, the great news about what's happening with the numbers here, Kathy, for the airport. Uh, the tweet from uh, Casey at, uh, on Twitter at CHML, Bill Kelly, you can always reach us on Twitter, uh, asking about UK destinations. Now, you can recall uh, th- that some time ago, there were Hamilton to London flights that were going on, and they actually were very successful uh, I, if I recall, the reason they were stopped was had nothing at all to do with the business coming out of Hamilton here. Uh, the airline itself and their European destinations had, I guess, had some financial problems and eventually stopped service altogether, and Hamilton was impacted by this. But any time you've done those overseas flights, they seem to go well. Are you, are you looking at that, too? We are always, again, looking for opportunities, and you're correct. The service uh, into the U.K. was very successful in Hamilton. Um, it was a seasonal program in the summer. Um, and it repeated three years in a row. Um, we've been looking for an opportunity to have a replacement for that service, and we will continue to pursue that that initiative as well. There's always a, a, a slew of low-cost carriers. I guess it's just a matter of one, you know, who, who's looking around at that time. So I guess you're standing by the phone, or you're always sending feelers out for these sorts of things. And I, I know yeah. that I know that's going to be a winner if you can, in fact, if you can cut a deal like that with some of the other carriers. And you don't know who's out there at this stage and who's interested, do you? Yeah, well, there's a lot of interest in Hamilton, definitely, you know, and, you know, we, we continue, you know, to just have the discussions with various airlines um, for similar service to exactly what you're saying. All right, let's talk quickly about the, uh, the cargo numbers. Uh, Hamilton's uh, airport and the reputation for this airport is one of the busiest cargo airports in this country, and, and the numbers from last year substantiate that. Oh, exactly. We saw about 13% year-over-year growth in our cargo last year, and that, that's an amazing result for cargo. Um, again, being the largest overnight express cargo airport in Canada, the, the cargo business, you know, it, it really complements our passenger business and provides a lot of economic benefit to the city of Hamilton and to the region. Um, these people employ staff, you know, they live in the community, and they contribute largely to the 2,800 jobs that are actually generated here at the airport. I'm very, very happy with this success um, and continuing to see that grow. I mean, we've got our new cargo facility that's been in operation now for just over two years, which is helping to move goods through it. And our carriers are continue to see expanded services. You know, basically you've got, you know, online online e-commerce. We saw the best, you know, Christmas season then that, w- that we've had here on record. And it was just you know, amazing to see the transport trucks lining up and those planes, you know, taking and leaving 
leaving from the airport, you know, to uh, support, you know, the change in in consumer demand. It's it, it's it's very awesome to see for sure. Well, anybody who doesn't understand just how important that is and, and how many people are actually employed, you may not see a whole lot of that during the daytime, although it does get pretty busy. But, uh, boy, if you go over there overnight, uh, it's it's craziness over there. I don't know if it's even busier at night sometimes, Kathy, than it is in the daytime uh, because of the just-in-time uh, just delivery that, that uh, the airport is working with right now with Purolator and so many others. But it's a great news story. Uh, yeah. I guess the elephant in the room that I want to ask you about, and I know that it's it's in the back of your mind anyway, is uh, is about with the growth that's gone on here in the in the, the greater Hamilton and Toronto area, uh, and the pressure on Pearson, and and now the growth that's going on in Hamilton. There's still talk about: Do you expand Hamilton? Uh, do you still build an airport over the other side of Toronto? And Pickering is still on some people's radar right now. Are you concerned about that? Uh, well, Pickering's been on the radar for a long time, uh, and it will continue to be. We will continue to drive, you know, the airport strategy on growth and serve the region for which we're we're occupying. Uh, we we do cooperate, you know, with all of the airports in the southern Ontario area, as well as with Pearson on, you know, reliever strategies that might be available to help it with its growth, um, where it can better utilize the airports that currently exist prior to building out of Pickering. You know, so it may not be a, a decision about if, it may just be when, but how can, you know, Hamilton help support, you know, the, the potential uh, growth in this area prior to that decision being made. What about the terminal itself? Any plans for some of the expansion? That's been talked about for years and years with some of the growth we're seeing in passenger right now. Is, is that putting added pressure on, on, the, uh, on the, the folks at the airport now to, to do something about that, uh, you know, whether it's ramps into the planes themselves? I mean, there's a number of things I know you've got on the books right now. It's just a matter of when you're going to move forward. Yeah, uh, interesting question, um, and that has been on the front of our mind for uh, over a year now. Um, what I will say is we did, you know, process those million passengers back in 2003 with a smaller footprint than we have today. You know, we've expanded our, our departure lounge, our international arrivals, our hold bag screening areas, and, you know, some of the administrative offices and, and Canada Customs up here. However, always looking to, you know, to improve and to satisfy, you know, the current demand and be prepared for the future. So we're actually, you know, undertaking right now um, capacity studies in all areas, the terminal building, the check-in, our ground transportation, parking, uh, airfield, aircraft parking areas. And those studies are underway as we speak, and those will feed into, you know, the strategic plan that the airport has, you know, to accommodate its, its future growth. So... Um, more to come on that. Um, we've got a target date, you know, by uh, this summer to uh, make a decision and a recommendation on that um, and how we can best utilize the assets that we have right now and continuing to maintain the cost structure that has, you know, been attractive to the airlines and is why they're here. Well, it's a great news story, and I guess, uh, well, the sky's the limit. I guess that's not the first time you've heard that, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. All right. Well, I thought maybe I was being original. Okay. <laughs> Kathy, thanks so much for this. We'll stay in touch. Appreciate the time today. Well, thank you for having me, Bill. Enjoy your day. You too. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.